Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 370. An excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalists by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Thursday and welcome back to another special edition of Optimal Living Daily where I read to you from the best blogs you've ever read or maybe never read and I'm exposing you to new blogs. I always love that. And on that note, if there is a blog that you follow and would like to hear me read to you so your eyes can take a break, come by oldpodcast.com and let me know. Now, just like yesterday and this whole week really, I'm playing you more excerpts from the minimalist book. Why? Well, I already explained that a few times, so just listen to any of the last few episodes to hear it. And while you're out there listening, come subscribe to my other shows. I'm co-hosting Optimal Startup Daily. It's brand new and covers entrepreneurship. And my brother hosts Optimal Health Daily, where he reads health and fitness blogs. And Dan reads money management and what I'd call financial minimalism material on Optimal Finance Daily. And you know, I realized a lot of people think that Optimal Finance Daily is gonna be really technical and full of stocks and bonds and boring stuff. It's just a lot of great tips on how to spend less, save more, and what to do with that money. It features a lot of the same authors I read right here, actually, so don't let the word finance scare you. You can find all these shows wherever you're hearing this one, but I'd highly recommend subscribing in a podcast app. It's just a lot easier and more convenient to listen. I use the regular podcast app that comes free with iPhones and iPads, and it works great, so that's what I recommend if you have an Apple device. All right, this is getting long. I'll make sure to keep the ending short for you today. So let's get right to the audiobook as we optimize your life. An excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalists by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. Forever does not exist. Everything is ephemeral. On a long enough timeline, everything ends. The relationship you are in now will end. The happiness you will experience tomorrow will end. The depression you feel today will end. Even your life will eventually end. Nothing lasts forever, not even those diamonds in the advertisement. Yet we live our lives like the best things will continue into perpetuity, like the good stuff will stick around and the bad stuff will go away once we obtain everything we want. But good or bad, life is limited. Everything is eventual. The ending is inevitable. Feel warm and fuzzy yet? You should. The most important reason to live in the moment is nothing lasts forever. Enjoy the moment while it's in front of you. Be present. Accept life for what it is, a finite span of time with infinite possibilities. Treat friends with utter respect. Treat your lover to your full attention. Treat today like it matters. Live in the moment. Don't wait until a special occasion to show the people in your life you love them. If we wait until their birthdays, Christmas, or next week, the moment may never come. Say the words and show it in your actions every day. The Troubling Nature of Pop Culture We've all been MTV'd. 
We grew up with pop drivel invading every dark corner of our media-saturated lives. The glowing box in the living room showcasing ideal families in ideal homes living ideal lives. The car stereo blaring bland top 40-isms during rush hour traffic. Newspapers foretelling inescapable doom and irremediable despair without any hope of salvation or redemption. Magazines twaddling the latest gossip about such and such and what's his name. Our collective brains have soaked up the meaningless muck and are now waterlogged with platitudes and cultural niceties and the false expectations of the way life should be. American Express, never leave home without it. Coca-Cola, it's the real thing. McDonald's, I'm loving it. We know these corporate slogans and many others by heart. We've let them in without even knowing we were letting them in. We've accepted these mantras as maxims by which we should make our decisions. If someone continuously repeats a lie, does it eventually become the truth? Is it not safe to leave our homes without our credit cards? Is the realest thing in our lives a carbonated aluminum can of sugar? Do we really love the golden arches? Even Pringles admits they know we are programmed. Once you pop, you can't stop. Sadly, they're right. It's difficult to shake the sedative weight of everything we've learned from pop culture. Fortunately, though, once you go pop, you can stop. We never opted in to pop culture. It had us in its sinister clutch at birth, an invisible umbilical cord no one thought to cut. After all, what's the harm in a little TV, in a little late-night news, in catching up on the day's current events? Nothing. But when we simply accept the idiot box's catchy one-liners as epigrams by which we must make our most important decisions, we get lost quickly. It's easy to be passively entertained and informed, accepting catchphrases to be self-evident. Even the news has to be quote-unquote infotainment these days so it's more palatable to the casual listener, read consumer. That's because it's easy to be entertained, but it's hard work to seek out the truth, it's difficult to form our own opinions based on multiple points of view, and it's much easier to allow someone else, be it Rush Limbaugh, Keith Olbermann, or a faceless corporation with a seemingly endless marketing budget, to form an opinion for us. Besides the problems of its inherently passive nature, today's commercial-riddled pop information can't inform us of life's larger problems, of our deepest troubles and fears, of what it actually means to be alive, what it means to be a human being in the most complex time in human history. The American dream is broken. It has been for decades, and attempting to go back to quote-unquote the way things were will not fix it. Fixing it would only perpetuate the inevitable, making it worse in the long run. The longer we put off our troubles, the harder they are to deal with. Instead, as a culture, we must take responsibility. We must fix ourselves. We must create the disciplines necessary to be alive in this complex world. We must become aware of what's going on around us, so ultimately we can be aware of what's going on inside us. Only then will we know what's truly important. Costs and Benefits of Awareness by Ryan Nicodemus I'm standing half-nude in front of a full-length mirror, pinching and poking at my midsection. Throughout the past two weeks, I've been on a dietary cleanse, mostly raw foods, no alcohol, no caffeine, no processed foods, no animal products. I've also been hitting the gym each morning for a rigorous workout. Two fine improvements to my daily routine. Without a doubt, I'm healthier now than I was a month ago. Less body fat, more muscle, better sleep. Most important, I feel great. How we feel is the best barometer of health. So why am I more frustrated with the image staring back at me in the mirror? Whenever we make radical changes, diet, exercise, career, etc., we shine a spotlight on our flaws. Our blemishes glare back at us in the light. This is the cost of awareness. Our standards change whenever we are infected with a new awareness. We scrutinize ourselves more. The more we scrutinize, the more the spotlight brightens and the more our imperfections stand out. Awareness isn't always pleasant, but becoming aware is important and necessary. The benefits, especially the long-term benefits, can be experienced only once we've seen our flaws for what they are, past weaknesses. 
Only then can we work towards strengthening ourselves. Only then can we move toward the best version of ourselves. True awareness allows us to improve, to grow, to become better, but not perfect. Our lives will never be perfect. We've all been cut deeply. That's okay. Awareness helps us heal, and our scars make up the best parts of us. Offbeat by Ryan Nicodemus. Sometimes I get into a rut. I feel stuck, stagnant. When I first moved to Missoula, Montana, I felt this way. I didn't have many friends, just a few acquaintances. One acquaintance invited me over for game night where a group of us sat around playing board games and drinking wine. The get-together's host, Rebecca, was a theater director. When I asked how her most recent production, This Illusionment, was coming along, she said, Everything's great, except I can't find someone to fill the main role of Ivan the Magician. Feeling the courage provided by three glasses of wine, I extended my arms in front of me, palms down, and then flipped my palms upward with exaggeration, rolled up my sleeves one by one, and said with arms spread wide, I think I might be the magician you're looking for. Rebecca laughed and said she'd let me audition for the role. So I did. I've never acted in a play, so I couldn't believe it when they offered me the lead role. I spent the next eight weeks rehearsing, five days a week, four hours each evening, getting ready for the production. Without realizing it, I slowly moved out of my rut. The growth I experienced in just two months was astonishing. I've never grown that much in such a condensed period of time. I gained an exponential amount of acting experience, learned how a play was developed start to finish, and most important, I made great friends with whom I now have a strong connection. I became unstuck. A lot of my mentoring clients ask me how to get out of a rut. I tell them to change their physical state. I don't suggest all my clients audition for a play, but I do suggest they do something offbeat. Diving into something new can be terrifying, or at least uncomfortable, but those feelings of discomfort are indicative of growth. If you're stagnant or stuck, change your state. Do something offbeat. Audition for a play, take a photography class, take tango lessons, do cartwheels in the yard. Whatever you do, do not continue the same old routine. You just listened to an excerpt from the audiobook Essential, Essays by the Minimalists, by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think that was the last few essays from the mindfulness chapter. Oh, the minimalist film is now streaming on Netflix. Check it out. It's called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. It was just released on Netflix today. And I promised I'll keep this ending short since the intro was long. So just a quick reminder to please subscribe to our other optimal shows, Optimal Startup Daily, Optimal Health Daily, and Optimal Finance Daily. That's it for today. I'll continue playing more of the audiobook for you tomorrow. It's gonna be very applicable because I'm gonna play you a few essays straight from the gift-giving chapter, which is perfect with the holidays right around the corner. So stay tuned for that in the Friday show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. 
You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.